no Christian has to be poor if we had to be poor Jesus wouldn't have said I've been anointed to preach the gospel to the poor what was he preaching to the poor if it's not to correct it then it should be preached to the poor he said I came to preach to the sick and we know when he preached to the sick the God what healed so if he's preaching to the poor then prosperity is part of the gospel it is are you with me it's part of the gospel amen which is able it has an ability I tell people I believe God's word so so much because it has an ability I told you this the other time for by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God it has an ability to he says, I commend you to God to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance amongst them that are sanctified. God's desire is for you to have his word at work in your life. And he has made this possible by bringing to you his message from our man of God, Pastor Roy King. Keep on shining and reigning forever as you receive God's word for your life today. Today is a wonderful service, and we dabbed it beyond religion, okay? And today's service is not just beyond religion like it ends today. It's something that is going to be worldwide, okay? It will be held on every continent, in every nation possible, as the Lord grants us His grace beyond religion it will be exclusive amen and so as they were sharing and i was partaking there i just came to that conclusion yes it's beyond religion christianity is not another religion there is no time i wish i could take us through but we'll go through amen so christianity is not a religion as we grew up we were taught that there were many religions we have um, Islamic, traditional, Buddhist, Buddhism, Hinduism, Twaism, Shintoism, uh, there's one with Confucian or whatever it is, amen, Hare Krishna, Christianity, Ekanka, amen. So we add Christianity to the religions. And so we grow up in RME, okay, religious and moral education, thinking that um, Christianity is a religion. And those who study religion in university, when I was doing my undergrad, I had friends who had now, you know, studied religion. And they came out with funny mindsets because they thought Christianity is a religion. That is not. And so, first point to establish is that Jesus did not bring another religion. Judaism is a religion brought by Moses. The Bible says in the book of John that the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came. The law was given, Judaism was given, religion is given. But grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. 
He didn't come to set up another religion. If we go into the Greek, you realize that when we talk about religion, it talks about an outward, um, you know, ceremony. It, it's void of inward grace, in, in quotes, okay? Religion is outward. Pray five times a day. Pray two times a day. That was not what Jesus was looking at. Amen. He was looking at something far beyond religion. I know there will be people that don't want to argue, but in the book of James, he, he said, for pure religion is, you know, come on. He was explaining what pure religion was. He said, giving to the needy and all that. So Christianity in itself is not a religion, but it has a religious aspect. You must understand. In religion, there is no life. Thank God James didn't just say religion or religious, but he said pure religion. So we have pure religion in Christianity. But Christianity in itself is not a religion. Anytime Paul in the Bible wanted to talk about his time in Judaism, upholding the law, he said, and my religion. Amen. So, what do I want to talk about today? Well, well, well. We are aware that we are in the Easter season, true or false. Oh, come on. And there are those of us who deem it an opportunity to chill. That's where people go to. Right? Amen. That's where people, you know, go out to chill. Hello? It's not their fault. It's the church. I told you, we don't celebrate Valentine. Not because it is bad, but I will not, never, till I'm raptured. Never will I hold a love program on Valentine's Day. The world should not dictate to the church what we should do. So the church will say, it's vows day, let's get our youth and teach love so they don't go out. It's wrong. So that the youth, so it says like the, the world has more power than the church. And I said, we are making a mistake. If you can build the people to that level where they are matured in Christ, where, where God wants us to be, on Val's Day, if you have a program called Holy Ghost Night, they will come. It shouldn't be a love program. I remember three years ago, no, two years ago, Pastor Chris and Pastor Benny Hinn came to Ghana, and I love them so much. I learned from them. And they came on the 13th and 14th of February, when it was Valentine's Day. And it was a minister's conference. I gathered my leaders, I said, we are going. Can you imagine, we got there, and on the first day, we were 10,000. Second day, about 15,000. When others would say that, oh, it's Valentine, that was when I saw that, I said, God, thank you, that this church is going to that point where either the world is celebrating whatever day, we can still have time for the gospel. If only we will come to understand beyond religion. 
And so we are in Easter. What is Easter about? Is that Easter in the Bible? Like I told you last year when it was time for Christmas, I told you, I said, Jesus was not born in December. Check your Bibles. And in essence, Christmas has nothing to do with the church. It's about Santa. Your Christmas tree. I said, we will never put a Christmas tree in this church. No, I don't have a problem with anyone having a Christmas tree. That's fine. But I'm building people into maturity. So there's not going to be any Christmas tree in this church. I wouldn't dress red and white and green and decorate my place with red and white and green because it's Christmas. I'm not saying don't celebrate the season of Christmas. But if we do it religiously without having the understanding... Today can be my Christmas day because I can remember the birth of Jesus any day of my life. Are you listening? We've got that day set apart. It's fine. On that day, we can do something for the gospel. But where we bring in the hidden practice, why the tree? Have we asked yourself the question? When he was born, was there a tree for gifts? The wise men came around and the sun and gave gold men frankincense. The Bible never mentioned a tree. And on Christmas, the best gift is Jesus. But we see Santa. And even in churches, children's service will dress someone who is big as Santa and you'll be giving gifts to the children. We are actually getting into their minds, but we have no idea. Indirectly, they grow up. When I was in Sunday school, there was a song I loved so much. Christmas is coming and it's time to think. Have I been good or bad? It's time to remember everything I have done. Every time my mom got mad. I didn't mean to watch the TV while I did my homework. Oh no. Listen, I never stayed past my bedtime. Never again. Umba, umba, umba. Oh, Santa, please don't forget me. I promise I will change my ways. Oh, Santa, please don't forget me on Christmas Day. And we were happy. Say that Santa should not forget us. They are changing our ways. In the church, children's service. No, you see, probably there was nothing wrong with it. But I remember the song till date. Amen. I said in the near future, in our children's service, when they are five, six years old, they are healing the sick, speaking in tongues. You will give birth and you'll be amazed at the child you've given birth to. Amen. You be, are going to give birth to some Samuels and Jesus and Esther and Deborah. Amen. Glory to his name. And so we get excited, but we've channeled Christianity to Santa, but he is not the reason for, Christ and for Christmas. Religion. Blinded. <sighs> but on Christmas, man, I use it as an opportunity to reflect, but I do not say I am, you know, celebrating Christmas, though I have before, but knowledge has come, so I walk by the word of God. Glory to his name. So now Easter, 
What is Easter about? Oh my God, we've not entered the scriptures yet. Ah, Good Friday. Uh, Saturday. Sunday. And then Easter Monday, which is the time where churches have picnic. You see, but when I was growing up, I asked, um, if you are close to me, I ask a lot of questions. You know, not because I've been to school, okay, but I want to know more. So I asked myself questions. I said, okay, the Bible says that Jesus dies and he goes into the belly of the earth for three days and resurrects. And we say he died on a Friday and resurrected on a Sunday. Is that three days? No. So where from Good Friday? We were following blindly. Now listen, I'm not bringing anything new to Christianity. I'm only teaching us truth. Amen. He is supposed to be dead three days and then resurrect. And we say he died on Friday. And the Bible makes mention that he died at 3 p.m. The ninth hour. He died at 3 p.m. So, Friday, 3 p.m. Saturday, Sunday. You are not up to two days. Right? Amen. <laughs> when we get more established, we will not celebrate Good Friday. We will celebrate Good Another Day. Amen. Jesus was not born on a Friday. He was born. Sorry, he, was, he didn't die on a Friday. He died on a Thursday. When you check your scriptures. Amen. The Bible says that he will be in the belly of the earth three full days. And in the Jewish calendar, they don't start their day like us, like the Western world. Amen. We start from 12 a.m. to 12 a.m. But in Bible record, they start from sunset to sunset, which is 6 p.m. to 6 p.m. So when the Bible says in the book of Genesis, on the first day God created blah, 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 and the evening and the morning were the first day. The evening and the morning were the second day. The evening and the morning were the third day. Not the morning and the evening were the first day, like we think it is today. So Jews start the day from the night or from the evening. Can you give the Lord a mighty clap of So... When we talk about Easter, that's what I'm saying, it's beyond religion, okay? This is not a time where I, I watched a video where on Friday they were beating someone that he was Jesus. And so he was being lashed. And I hear it went, it went wrong because now it was very painful. He had to, you know, like that. Amen. And people were weeping, literally crying that Jesus had just died. He died 2,000 years ago. Over 2,000 years ago. So, I'll take us with time, okay? The church is still growing. So you understand the seasons and the feasts of 
the Jews as a shadow for Christianity because whatever they did was a shadow or a typology of Jesus Christ. Amen. Jesus was crucified on Passover, which was a sign of what had happened in the time of Egypt when the Bible says God said, take a lamb, kill it, put it on that they enjoyed Passover. They celebrated Passover. And on that same day was the day Jesus died. That was when he had the bread and wine with the people, with his disciples. Judas went out and, you know, went to betray. And he died on that day. And the next day was a high Sabbath. Any day after the Passover is a high Sabbath. Amen. Which fell on a Friday. They will call it there. Okay, don't let us go there. Amen. Was a high Sabbath. Different from the weekly Sabbath, which is Saturday. Amen. So we take it as... So let me, let me explain this to you. Like today is Sunday. In the Jewish world, Monday begins today at 6 p.m. I told you it's sunset to sunset. So to them, when it's 6 p.m. here, Monday has begun. Do you understand? So Jesus dying at 3 p.m. on a Thursday. The Bible says when he was dying, it was the day of preparation. And they had to take him off the cross before the Sabbath. Which, according to Leviticus, after every Passover, the next day is a high Sabbath. So sometimes the high Sabbath can fall on a Saturday, which is a weekly Sabbath. Sometimes the high Sabbath can fall on another weekday. Like how you have February 29th falling on any day when it comes. Do you understand? So, they had to hurry up and then put Jesus into the tomb. And they do not embalm the dead until after three days. Because the Jews have a custom that when someone dies, the person is likely to come back to life within that three-day period because the spirit of the person covers around. And so they put him there, and after three days, they embalm the person, meaning that the person is dead, like fully dead. We know he's not coming back. That is why Jesus defiled that by raising Lazarus on the fourth day. When they told him that Lazarus, your friend, was sick, he says, don't worry, this sickness is not unto death. And Lazarus died. The Bible says on the second day now, Jesus started the journey. And God there. And the Bible says he had been embalmed for days. It means that there was no hope for Lazarus to come back to life. But then Lazarus came back to life. What am I saying? When Jesus was put in the grave, he stayed three days and came out. It has to be three days. Amen. And I was having a, some time with a friend of mine as we were going through the scriptures yesterday. And do you know Jesus went into, he says, he shall be in the belly of the earth. Like Jonah was in the belly of the whale, three days and three nights. Do you know that the, when Jesus gave up his ghost at 3 p.m., instantly he had gone to hell, even before they put the body in the tomb. His spirit was not in his body. So that was when the time began of he being in the earth. Amen. 
Let's go into the word of God. Are you enjoying this? Are you sure? Say beyond religion. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter number. Uh, let's read from verse chapter 27. Are you there? Are you there? Let's read from verse oh my god you know as i was going through this i was just crying tears were coming out like that because it was so real all right let's read from who verse 27 are you all there one two three let's go you know what we are going to do? We are going to read about three accounts. Matthew, Mark, and John, or Matthew, Luke, and John. So you get the whole story, okay? One, two, three, let's go. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. Uh huh. Yes. Saying, Hail, King of the Jews. Uh huh. Upon him, and took the reed and smote him on the head. And after they had mocked him, they took the robe off from him and put his own raiment on him. Uh huh. And led him to crucify him. And as they came out, they found a man, Siren, uh huh, by name to bear his cross and when they were come to the place called Golgotha that is to say the place of skull they gave him vinegar to drink with gall and when he had tasted thereof he would not drink and they crucified him and patted his garments casting lots low zavra hassles can you imagine the prophets prophesied this. That they took my garments and they casted lots for it. Listen, Jesus was not a religious leader. is a grace-based ministry headed by the Lord Jesus Christ and led by his servant, the man of God, Pastor Ray King. Our vision is connecting the world to Christ and raising men unto perfection. Our purpose is revealing the righteousness of God to man and our mission, preaching the gospel to everyone in our sphere of contact. We welcome you to join us in worship across our various fellowship grounds. On Tuesdays, we have the Hour of Intimacy from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. And on Wednesdays, we have Cell Meeting from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. The locations are Red Top at Wager, Galilee at Ablekuma, Mile 7 at Achimota, University of Ghana Campus, Adenta House and Down, Noble House at East Legon, Junction Mall at Sakumono, Bachelor Total at Spintex, Sunshine Hospital at Airport, Spintex KFC, and Community 5 at Tema. 
as Sunday Epicodomio services take place at the Zion Convocation Arena at North Legon, Popos Street, Hatton, from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. and Red Top at Wager from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. You can contact our team on 020-099-8099 or 055-592-6251. The Temple of Paris, forever we are kingdom in Christ.